Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, that was a lovely break, wasn't it? And um, we are back and wanted to let you know that you can experience March like never before because fans are, are welcome to catch all of the first round games today at FanDuel Sportsbook inside Live Casino Pittsburgh. It's going to become your new home for college hoops all tournament long. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of Radio.com and 93.7 The Fan. Have to be 21 or older and present in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. One other thing I wanted to make quick quick mention of um, um, well, and we'll actually we'll just hold on to that thought, and, and we'll, we'll uh, welcome our first guest of the year. Um, he's a uh, longtime friend and, and a good guy. I always enjoy talking golf. Well, I always enjoy talking anything with Mike Perky. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good morning, Michael. Uh, did you recover from the catastrophe of last week? <laughs> it happens in the best of families. Yes, yes, it does, uh, and, and I apologize for that. But we're we're rolling today, so I'm glad we could get a chance to talk to you. So, um, you know, we're we're in a different time, a different place, um, but we're still talking about golf. And um, give me your, I guess the trendy phrase is your thirty-five thousand foot view. Uh, of the game as we, you know, get into 2021 now. My golf is is the shining example of of what sports can be like uh, in a in an environment that we're in. Uh, you know, the the PGA Tour was the the first sports league to come back uh, after being uh, absent for a few months. Uh, the recreational game. Uh, came back and, it, and it's never been more popular, at least not since Tiger Woods came on the scene. Um, you know, uh, regular golfers have thrived through the pandemic, and the PGA Tour and the LPGA Tour and the European Tour, all the professional tours, uh, did a wonderful job uh, bringing the game back to us uh, during a time where there wasn't much sports on television. You can give commissioner uh, the commissioners of all the tours uh, a, a whole lot of credit uh, for for doing a, a terrific job 
and uh, for testing, for screening, for doing all the right things uh, to bring our game back to us. It, it really is amazing, um, not just in golf, but throughout the, the, the rest of our existence, that one of the things that I think it's been proved is that we can do some pretty amazing stuff when we work together um, instead of trying to be the, you know, the, 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 the single boat out on the water. You know, look, look at the vaccines, how these companies have, have gotten together and, you know, bam, all of a sudden we have uh, all these vaccines now available. Um, I, I think that was the case as well uh, in golf. I think there, I'll bet there were a lot of conversations between all of those commissioners. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, the, we just passed the one-year anniversary during the Players' Championship of, of shutting the tour down. And, uh, you know, it, it came as a result of a, of a 12-hour meeting and in which uh, Warren Neal, the communications vice president, asked the question, what would reasonable people expect us to do? And when Jay Monahan saw that question, he said, that's it, we've got to shut down. And, um, and, and that was the hardest day of his life. Uh, sure. But one of the best days of his life was uh, the day in, uh, in May when, when the Colonial came back, even without fans. It was on television, uh, and it, it gave us all uh, a tremendous boost and a tremendous jolt of confidence. Um, that eventually we could all come back. Um, the idea of, of um, working together and being able to come back, uh, you, you saw this story, I'm sure, and I, I'm, I, I'm guessing listeners uh, probably saw it as well. There was some talk at one point about the European Tour holding three of their events, three of, the, three of their events, I think in Florida, uh, sometime after the Masters. I haven't heard anything about it in a little while. Have you heard anything? I haven't heard anything more, but it, it won't surprise me at all. In fact, the PGA Tour and the European Tour uh, entered into um, you know, some kind of quasi-partnership um, a few months ago, um, and nobody is really sure what that means, but Mike, I believe that in the next five years, uh, the European Tour and the PGA Tour uh, are going to be uh, wholly owned subsidiaries of one another. They're going to be partners. PGA mm -hmm. Tour is, is going to, you know, start basically running the European Tour. Um, the European Tour can't keep going on its own, uh, not the way the economy is in Europe. And, in, and besides, you know, 95% of the European stars live and play in the United States anyway. Yeah, they've struggled with that economy for a while. Um, and when you have guys keep coming over here and staying for large chunks of time, it's, it's tough to make, you know, make waves on the, on the sports pages and on, on the Internet. Um, it, that's, that's a tough battle for them. Well, the European Tour, you know, the PGA Tour purses, you know, average around $7 million. 
they struggled to get a $1 million purse on the European tour. I mean, that's, you know, that's, um, that's corn fairy tour level. Yeah. Wow. Um, it, I know what it's like here in Pennsylvania, and we're not exactly at golf weather, but folks are out already, um, and they've been out every chance they could get. Um, last year, once we were finally allowed to go back to playing, there was a, a great rush to get out there. There was a lot of pent-up um, interest in, in getting out there and whacking the ball around. Um, I assume it's going to be that way again once we get into April here. Um, was that the case in, in North Carolina last year? Oh, my God, yes. Uh when they let us back out to play, nearly every daily fee public access course, as far as as you could see around here, uh, was booked from dawn to dusk every day. Yeah, the, uh, it, it was tough to get a starting time, even during the week. Yeah, I I talked to a couple golf uh, you know golf course owners, managers, whatever, um, in two places. And I'm not going to name names for whatever reason. Uh, two, the two places that we talked about both did over 40,000 rounds last year. And neither of them are perfectly suited to do 40,000 rounds. But that's just what the demand was. And that's, that's one of the good things to come out of all this. And we're all hoping that that uh, demand sustains itself. Um, right. You know, we don't know. So here's the thing. People were playing golf because there wasn't anything else they could do. Yes. Yes. And, and it was outside. And uh, But when things start opening up again, you know, we have to wonder whether that, um, whether that increase in number of rounds played um, will sustain itself. So let's take a little look. Uh, for me at uh, the PGA Tour. They're allowing uh, fans now more and more, little by little. Um, and to me, the, the difference between having fans and not having fans is is a tremendous difference. And, and I love it, and hopefully they'll be able to, to stay out there. Um, what do you think, uh, uh, how the season has started to unfold here now? Uh, you know, for a few weeks, the the, the whole golf world was kind of uh, clouded by the, the Tiger Woods uh, accident, um, but that's quieted down now. Um, where do you see the tour being right now? Well, I think the tour's in great shape. Um, you know, the, the players missed the fans. They really did. They missed them more than I thought they would. I thought that most players thought, you know, pan, fans were, uh, uh, you know, a pain in the rear. Uh, but uh, they really missed the energy. They really missed uh, the cheers and the roars. And it's amazing what kind of noise that even 5,000 fans can make. So that's that, that's that's good. That, and I think the Players' Championship had uh, 10,000 fans a day. And that seemed, that seemed like a million. Um, yep. But I think the professional game's in, in really good shape. Um uh, a lot of players are playing to their uh, highest level. Um, you, 
you've got guys like Bryson DeChambeau who are disrupting the game. Um, but I think he's good for it, uh, good for the game uh, in his own way. Um, you know, we'd like to see uh, people like uh, Roy McElroy starting to play a little better. Uh, Jordan Spieth's coming back. Uh, Dustin Johnson's the number one player in the world and probably the preemptive favorite at the Masters. So, you know, I think the professional game's in good shape. We just got to keep Dustin away from uh, the stairs inside his uh, rental home so that he doesn't go tumbling down the stairs like he did a few years ago and not be able to play. Maybe he'll rent a ranch house this time. <laughs> See, you never thought that that was, that was one of the things you had to look for when That's you rented right. a house, whether it had <laughs> stairs inside or not. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Tiger? I mean, as I've said here since since I started the show again, you know, we probably know what we're going to know for a while. Uh, we're not going to get a lot of details. Um, and everybody says don't count Tiger out, and they've said that many times during his career, and he's shown why you shouldn't count him out. But, you know, from what you know and what you hear, does this sound like something that, he could come back from? I'm going to be very, very surprised, Michael, if he is able to come back. Look, his, yeah. his right ankle was shattered. Yeah. It's put back together with pins and screws. His right lower leg was broken in multiple places. It's put back together with pins. We don't even know how the wreck affected his back, which had just been surgically repaired. We haven't even heard about that yet. Nope. Plus the fact that his age is going to be working against him in his rehab. He's 45 years old, and his body is a very old 45. And so in order for him to rehab enough to get him to the point where he can play competitive golf, uh, I think is a very high bar. I'm going to be – I'm going to be – I know a lot of people have lost a lot of money betting against Tiger Woods, but I don't know that this is this is something he can come back from. Yeah, and that was – I don't know why I, I thought of this, but I'm sure other people did. That was the first thing I thought of when I heard about the wreck and they said about the car rolling over and tumbling. You know, what must that have done to his back? Um, you know, that, that talk about being held together with pins and – and, and screws and whatever, um, you know, that, that couldn't have done that any good at all. So you're right. He has a long road back if, if he's going to come back. I mean, I think it's going to take – I think, Mike, it's going to take a couple of years for him to get physically able to do what he needs to do to play tournament golf. Yep. And by that time, he's 47, and then, you know, I don't know. We can only hope to be as good as um, Lee Westwood is at 47 these days, right? Oh, boy. <laughs> well, Mike, um, I'm, uh, it was a delayed um, uh, getting a chance to talk to you, but we, as, as we've done in the past, you have started off my, my uh, year as my first guest and um, always tickled to have you and uh, enjoy talking to you. And um, maybe we'll catch up on down, uh, down the road and – see what's what you hear from the south thanks for having me on michael always a pleasure mike thanks